The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. You hear the music, you know the show. You're listening to Ray Ellis Sports on the Voice America Network. I'm in Phoenix, living like it matters. What matters to me, I'm sure, is the same thing that matters to probably the majority of the population here in the United States of America that is alive, breathing, and well, has sight, which means they probably have seen the video of Ray Rice, uh, of course, striking his, at that time, fiance, uh, knocking her completely unconscious knocked her out and uh, that video has um, stirred up all kind of emotions across the country I'm sure across the world uh, uh, my daughter's in China and I'm sure she knows about it and I haven't had a chance to talk to her about it but one thing I want to let her know is of anybody any man ever lays his hands on my daughter like that I'm sure I feel the same way that every other man feels out there, and that is that I'm coming to have a conversation with you. Uh, and it, it may be some consequences and repercussions, uh, but that's that's not the right thing to do. Um, you know, I'm, I'm not here to judge. I'm not here to challenge. I'm here to invoke a conversation. Uh, I'm here to invoke a conversation. I think every man in the United States of them in the world that has a daughter needs to have a conversation with his daughter. The fact of the matter is that, you know, these women are victims, but they're victims as a result of the men. I mean, honestly, the men are the ones who are, you mean, how can I say it other than to say it? We're, we're the ones that are that are beating up on women. I, 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 I'm not doing it, but I'm just going to say it. I'm going to say men. And there's no place for it. We all have mothers. First of all, just that a woman brought you into this world. God gave her the ability to do that. And a woman gave you life, brought you into this world. So just imagine. I heard Chris Carter say, but there's so many things in this in this world that I think that if women you know, had a bigger voice, that, that things would be done differently. Now, I know they get on your damn nerves because they get on my damn nerves sometimes too. <laughs> but, but the fact of the matter is you can't, you just cannot punch a woman. I knew growing up I had a sister and mm, my sister like two years younger than me, maybe not quite two years, but 16, 18 months, something like that. And I know we had a scuffle every now and then, but I was always taught you don't hit your sister. You don't hit girls. I was always taught that. We're all taught that. 
And and again, all I'm here to say, I'm just saying, I'm repeating something that everybody else has repeated. He was wrong. We're not going to sugarcoat it. We're not going to try to soften it. And I, and I think that probably the biggest problem that we all have is that there's no doubt about it, is that I think that we all we all knew that he that he he cold cocked her. There's no doubt. We all everybody knew that when you saw the video of, of him pulling her out. You know, they always say a picture is like a million words, a thousand words, whatever it is. That picture it led us to believe, wow, man, he must have really you know cold cocked her to knock her out. But then once you see the video. The video kind of answers every question that you might have had. And and it makes me think, did we really need to see the video? I mean, you, you, there, there's no way in the world. I don't care anybody say a lack of evidence if you want to. There was evidence that that man had something to do with that woman getting knocked out because when he pulled her off the elevator, he was not asking anyone to go look for somebody else who did something to my fiance. He, whatever blame there was at that time, he accepted at least part of it at that moment. They weren't looking for anybody else. I don't think he said that she fainted. I don't believe that because when she came through in the video, even that's available now, you can see that she doesn't want him to put her hands on her. So even when she comes back, she still has some recollection of what happened before he, before he punched her. It wasn't like as if she was totally, you know, out of it in a sense that, you know, she had no awareness of the circumstance that existed prior to her because she didn't want him to touch her. She tried to push his hand away when he tried to help her up. Once the other person, and I believe it was a person that was a member of that staff there at the casino in Atlantic City, um, you know, that person tried to help her up and she didn't want Ray to touch her. I think like anything else in life, we have people out there that that live under, you know, a spotlight. If you want to or not, you do. But in my mind, and I think one day this world will wake up, and I've said this oftentimes, I do not get the fact of why people think that athletes or entertainers or anybody other than the person that lives within your four walls has any responsibility or obligation to be a role model for you. If they choose, you have programs like Big Brothers and Big Sisters where those people, they sign up, they volunteer to be mentors. If a person does not sign up and agree to be a mentor or a role model, I don't think that's his or her responsibility. You know, the fact all this other stuff that's being said about Ray Rice, Ray Rice, you know, really, only thing he could have ever taught me or anybody else in my mind is how to play football. And then, you know, probably at the running back position, because if I'm looking for somebody to play linebacker or somebody to play defensive tackle, I'm probably not going to look to Ray Rice to teach them how to do that. Not real good. Not to the point where they're going to be the best in the business. Yeah, you can learn a little bit if you didn't play the position. And, you know, there's a lot of coaches out there that never played at the professional level 
and who feel that you don't have to even be a professional football player or a football player to coach football. That's what some of them believe. That's okay. And so I don't believe you have to be some type of celebrity to be a role model. As a matter of fact, I know you don't have to be. And so I don't see why people, you know, why is it that when you get these other jobs in the United States of America in particular, that it doesn't, you don't sign up for being a role model? Why, why doesn't that come with the territory? Why are athletes being held to a higher standard? Just because they get a paycheck? That, come on, you can hit the lottery and make more money than some athletes. What does that mean? We got a sick society. That's what it is. You want to pass your obligation off to somebody else? It's your obligation. It's not somebody else's. What Ray Rice did has nothing to do with him being a role model because he could score a touchdown means that, you know, he's living a perfect life. No, I'm telling you now. I didn't live a perfect life, and athletes don't live perfect lives. They live just like you. People only know what they find out. They live lives of which... You know, for some reason or another, uh, I think my mic, I just had a problem with my mic. I hope it's still alive. Um, but an athlete is just like a human being. They are human beings. You put them on that pedestal. <laughs> you know, it's like I remember last year, to me, I, I was not happy. I could not believe that anybody who had a chance to go see the president of the United States, I don't care what president it was. Hell, people give me hell, they give me shit, if you will. I'm on the internet, I can say that. Because of the fact that, uh, you know, I voted for and the programs I was involved with supported George W. Bush. Yeah, in case you don't know, I'm a black man. A brother voted for George W., but it was what I was doing in my life at that time, where I was in that space. He was supportive of the type of programs we were doing, faith-based programs. So I supported him. He supported us. But I am telling you, those people out there now that are looking for athletes to be the role models to raise your kids, to give your kids some indication of how to be a good person in life, and you don't know what they're doing at night, you got it wrong. You don't know what's going on in their house. You got it wrong. You don't know who they're sleeping with. You've got it wrong. You think they could be a better example for your kids than you can? You got it wrong. It's time for you to step up. Not anybody else. Not any, not one other person in the world is responsible for your children except you. How you raise your children. You. So, you know, there are parents out there that don't want to be held accountable. Parents. Sometimes in, in, in the judicial system that when your children are under a certain age, 18 or under, in, in, in some areas of the country, you can be held responsible for their actions. Now, people don't want to be held responsible for their children's actions, but they want somebody else to be responsible for being the role model of their children. What the hell? Come on. Come on. Help me out. I need some help. 888 See, Roger Goodell, some people think it's, Roger, it's not Roger Goodell's responsibility. What Roger Goodell had a responsibility to do is to be honest and transparent with the people of the United States of America as he talked about a legal issue. That's what Roger had to do. He had the responsibility of only saying what he felt he was comfortable 
and could defend. He could definitively make a statement knowing that he has gathered all the information that was available to him and he's sharing it with the people based upon the legality of our system that we live under. Now, if he deceived the American people in any way, then perhaps maybe Roger, you know, he said he wanted to correct the, the policy of which the league operates under as it relates to domestic violence. He said he got it wrong initially and then he, he went to correct it. But if he got something else wrong or if anybody else got something wrong as it relates to information and how it was, you know, either deceived I don't want to say that, you know, it was, wow. You, you just don't know what was the information that, that people received. You don't know the information that people had at their disposal. I don't believe, I hope it wasn't a cover-up. But you just never know. I'll tell you what, I, um, I should have a couple more minutes. I'm going to ask the guys, put up on the screen, guys, if you let me know what time, how much time I have left before I go to my next break. It's break. Okay. Is it? it okay. Uh, are, are we on break now? <laughs> okay. All right. Hey, that was pretty cool, man. Jump right in. Let me know. We're about to go to break. So I'll tell you what. We're going to go to break. We're going to take a break. And uh, we're going to come back. But as you can see, we're live. And, and this is straight from my heart. You're listening to Ray Ellis Sports on the Voice America Network. I'm in Phoenix. Living like it matters. And we'll be right back. <laughs> Your internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. So Andy Serling packed his bags, left the city, and is enjoying his temporary digs in Saratoga. But that won't stop us from bringing you Playing to Win, the best online handicapping show for serious horse players. Catch Andy and his great lineup of guests every week throughout the month of August on location from the beautiful Saratoga Racecourse. He and his guests are some of the best in the biz. They bring you new insights to making money, and they tell it like it is. I'm 3-5-1 in this race, but the three is very much the one to be. We're going to completely disagree on this race. I absolutely disagree. Spicer, especially at one to two. And it's anything but the same old horse racing show. This is a nine horse field, but really there are seven donkeys and two zebras. Playing to Win with Andy Serling, a show seriously committed to making more money at the game, but with a personality. This is a dunce cap horse for me. If this horse wins, next week I got the dunce cap on. YouBet.com's Playing to Win, presented by the Daily Racing Forum. Look for it the day before big race days, mostly Fridays. Find a complete schedule in the Daily Racing Forum or click on Playing to Win at YouBet.com. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. Music, you know the show. You listen to Rail of Sports on the Voice America Network. I'm in Phoenix, living like it matters, and uh, it does matter to me. What matters to me is Ray Rice, and Ray is a young man who's been relevant in the world of sports. And now he's in he's relevant in life. He's relevant in life because Ray has done something that has put him right in the middle 
of domestic violence. And did he want to be there? No. Did he choose to be there? No. The consequences to his actions put him square dead there. And, you know, there's many times that, just for those of you out there who don't know, some people listen to shows, some people listen to radio and don't watch TV. So maybe they haven't seen it. So let me just let you know, in case you don't know, Ray Rice is a running back for the Baltimore Ravens. He was a damn good running back for the past few years. He's, he's been on, on the downside of his career. Not a real big fella, kind of a short, stocky guy. Uh, but he's a good kid. I, I know he's a good kid because his running back coach is a, a friend of mine who told me that Ray Rice is a good kid. Uh, he just found himself in some circumstances of which he emotionally lost control of himself. And, and, I, and, I, and I'm not making an excuse. What I'm simply doing is I'm simply talking to some people out there who think that they are better than Ray and better than any other person who's done this. Anybody who's done this has a problem. They need help. And so how do we help? This is a time we don't turn us back because right now, you know, I'm going to tell you myself, I, I, I wasn't sure that it wasn't a situation where Ray Rice and his wife could possibly both be, be suicidal. I mean, the world has turned against them. She, of course, people are looking down upon her because how dare you go into a situation like that? They probably call him a gold digger and everything else. That, by the way, two very, Ray is a handsome little dude, keep himself together, ball player. She's a beautiful little young lady. Sure, she could find another man if she wanted to. They both have choices, but they choose to love each other. They took a vow. Now, I happen to believe in those vows. I got about 32 years of experience in those vows, so I believe in them. So I believe that what Ray, even what Ray did, and he did it before he took those vows. Now, listen, once is enough. It don't happen twice. See, because the second time it tries to go, she walks out, she leaves, she runs, she does whatever she has to do. He should prevent it from happening the second time because he should run or leave or do whatever he has to do. Now, where does, is that emotional threshold that she crossed? I don't know. He knows. She doesn't know because I'm sure if she thought she crossed that line, she wouldn't have gone there. And I'm not saying what she did caused that. I'm saying that him, her knowing him, knowing that he was completely out of control or sick, she just wouldn't have done that. He wouldn't have done that if he had control of it. So he was out of control and she was unaware of the fact that she was putting herself into dangerous territories. It's like anything else. You don't go down a dark road if you're afraid and you're scared if you've got another way to, to go. You travel the other road. So if she was trying to get whatever their argument was, if she was trying to get her point across and we have a right to dispute things with one another. But she didn't want to put herself and not that she did. I'm not saying that she did it. I'm just saying, listen, I have <laughs> I have a responsibility with this microphone to talk about it from real world experiences. Not, not just somebody out there to say, well, well you, there, there's no way in the world a man should ever put his hand on. We all know that. That's what the conversation is about. Every man who walks this earth knows you should never, ever put your hand on a woman. There's a lot of things that we all know that you should never do. How many of you out there are willing to tell the truth that there's a lot of things out there that you know that you are not supposed to do, but you've done them anyway? Some you've gotten caught and others you haven't. 
But but let's just be honest and let's just talk about that in such a way that, okay, so let's say, yeah, there are things that you should never do. There are things that you should not do because they're against the law. You just haven't got caught. So I'm saying that there are some things out there. I'm talking about what's going to happen in the future. Any time to have anything that happens after what I'm talking about today is future. And for the future, I'm saying I think men need to sit down and have a conversations with their daughters. I didn't say with their wives. I didn't say with their mothers. I didn't say with their sisters. I'm saying men should have a conversation with their daughters. Can you imagine? Can you imagine how Ray Rose's father-in-law is feeling at this time? Come on. I mean, we put him in a, well, we, I'm saying Ray. But, but Ray has put his father-in-law in a terrible predicament. Terrible. Can you imagine how any man is looking at him now in terms of, man, are you serious? This cat is still alive after what he did to your daughter? I don't give a damn if he had running back for oh, I don't want to go there, but if he's running up in heaven, you, go, he, he, you let him do that to your daughter? See, that's on them how dangerous these things are. So we, so we just need to have, you know, conversations with our daughter. And why should, why should fathers have conversations with their daughters? Because fathers are grown as men and daughters are young Ladies that are either currently or one day going to be in a position where they're going to have a relationship with a man. I don't think there's any, there is nothing in the world that I wouldn't talk to my daughter about as it relates to a relationship with a man. Including, and, and I, 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 listen, don't get me wrong, it ain't like I haven't had conversations about communications. I, I went to school to get an education in, in, in this thing, so I know a little bit about it. Interpersonal, interpersonal communications is extremely important. You know, how you communicate with someone, particularly when emotions are involved. That, that, that's, that's important. I mean, there, I mean, let's think about this now. Emotions. You, you got athletes. And I'm just talking about Ray in this particular case. But you got, an, you got athletes that are trained to be very violent, but very controlled. But very violent, but very controlled. But when you get emotional, be very violent. But then hold it within this space. Who else does that? Military people? Who else does that? Policemen? Very aggressive. Very, very aggressive. Very violent. But controlled. That you only do this and you only... Turn into the Incredible Hulk at certain times of your life. Other than that, you got to be able to control that and manage that and never reveal that to anybody else. Man, that's hard. I'm going to tell you, that's hard. And then you got another kind of emotion that comes on. You know, it's when an individual is in a relationship with someone else and, and, and something happens that stirs up this emotional this emotion, and then that person commits a very violent crime against somebody. That that goes from perhaps maybe a first degree murder to maybe a you know some uh, something else, a lesser crime, because of the emotion. So all I'm asking people to understand that I don't ever want anybody put my hands on my daughter like that. I don't want me to put my hands on anybody's daughter like that. 
But we, we do have to have conversations about this, and men need to start it. Men need to talk with their daughters. What is the conversation? You decide what the conversation is. But I know what you don't ever want to happen. That might have been the first. I know. I, I, I wasn't there. But I'm going to assume that the first time that Ray Rice's father-in-law saw that video was on TV yesterday. The first time that his wife's mother, his mother-in-law saw that video was on TV yesterday. I guarantee you. Can you imagine what they're, now it could be possible that somebody might have told them and they just might have said, you know what, I, I, I don't want to see that. You know, it could be, it could be possible. I, I don't know if they have that much restraint. But I am just telling you that, that I, there's some times where I think for the purpose of entertainment, that media goes too far. It just goes, it, go, it goes too far. There's entertainment value, and then there's, you know, crossing the line. I feel that way about hard knocks. I don't think this, particularly this last segment of hard knocks, where they're showcasing the Atlanta Falcons, I think some of those coaches in that video crossed the line. I think it's some young men who were in those meetings that were being coached by those men that wanted to say, hold on, time out. Can, can we go outside here? Because, you know, I, I really think, you know, you kind of overstepped your boundaries. I, I still deserve some respect as a human being. And I, I think you've crossed your boundary. And, and maybe if we go outside and have a conversation, you know, we might be able to, you know, come to a happy medium. But if not, I think I'm going to whoop your ass the way you're talking to me. Because I think they crossed the line. There is, there is some, there's this thing called verbal abuse. Mentally, you have these men that are trying to do something that they've worked their entire life to accomplish. And you were speaking to them in such derogatory, demeaning terms that, wow, really? And then you want to put a camera in front of their face. And then you want to fire them on, on TV for the world to see. Now, emotionally, you've got people that have taken their lives based upon them not being able to handle the pressure of life after the game. You are ending their careers instantly in front of the world and they've got to deal with that emotionally. I, I know what that's like. That happened to me. I had to get in the car and drive, you know, 16, 18 hours to get home after I was cut from a team. I know what was going through my mind. It just so happened that I was a little stable instead of being unstable. Part of the reason why is because, you know, I had already started that preparation for life without football. Football was not my entire life. But sometimes it takes a, a little bit of time to get adjusted. If it had happened to me in my first my rookie year, I wasn't ready for life without football at that time because I was putting so much effort and time into life with football that I had ne kind of neglected. And I'll be honest, I'm one of those guys. I, I did neglect it a little bit. Football was my priority. You know, of course, you know, you know, attending school at Ohio State University, it's kind of hard, <laughs> you know, to stay focused, but you can. But football became my number one priority. But I can tell you, I still got an education. But I can tell you this, when those men are at their lowest point, the last thing they need in front of their face is a camera. 
And Hard Knocks does that. It plays on the emotion for the purpose of entertainment value. When are we as a country going to realize that entertainment value sometime can cost us too much? I think the Ray Rice situation, we were too worried about entertainment value. That video should have never been seen by the world. The world didn't have to see that. The court, the police saw it. Mm. Now we're going to talk a little bit about the police. <laughs> Demand. When we come back, you listen to Rail of Sports on the Voice America Network. I'm in Phoenix, living like it matters. We'll take a break and I'll be right back. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. So Andy Serling packed his bags, left the city, and is enjoying his temporary digs in Saratoga. But that won't stop us from bringing you Playing to Win, the best online handicapping show for serious horse players. Catch Andy and his great lineup of guests every week throughout the month of August on location from the beautiful Saratoga Racecourse. He and his guests are some of the best in the biz. They bring you new insights to making money, and they tell it like it is. I'm 3-5-1 in this race, but the three is very much the one to be. We're going to completely disagree on this race. I absolutely disagree. Spicer, especially at one to two. And it's anything but the same old horse racing show. This is a nine horse field, but really there are seven donkeys and two zebras. Playing to win with Andy Serling, a show seriously committed to making more money at the game, but with a personality. This is a dunce cap horse for me. If this horse wins, next week I got the dunce cap on. YouBet.com's Playing to Win, presented by the Daily Racing Forum. Look for it the day before big race days, mostly Fridays. Find a complete schedule in the Daily Racing Forum or click on Playing to Win at YouBet.com. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Your internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. Music, you know the show. You listen to Ray Ellis Sports on the Voice America Network. I'm in Phoenix, living like it matters. And of course, what matters to me is Ray Rice. Ray Rice, who has been relevant in the world of sports and now is relevant in the world of domestic violence. I hope that this will get people from all over the world talking about, not just talking. I want fathers to talk to their daughters, but I, I, I want other people to talk about it. Because communication is key. Once there's communication, I think we can solve so many problems if we talk about it instead of being violent. Whether that's a, with a gun, with a knife, you know, hey, with a fork. I've been stabbed with a fork before. I don't have to go there right now to tell you that conversation. But just know that let's, let's, let's look for a different solution than violence. And so that's why I want fathers to talk to their daughters, because I think I think you know men have a responsibility to talk to their, you know, when a daughter when a when a, a father hands his daughter's hand to another man. My father-in-law did it to me. He took his daughter's hand 
And when the preacher said, who giveth this woman to this man? He did. And, 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 and how dare him not have a conversation with his daughter about this is a man you're about to be with. Don't you think he should have some conversation with his daughter prior to that? And so I'm just saying that this kind of leads to a conversation that, that men should have with their daughters about you having a relationship with a man. And everything from A to Z, don't leave anything out. You a man, there's a whole lot of things that you did that don't nobody, you don't have to tell your daughter everything you did. I'm not, this is not confession. I'm asking you to have a conversation with your daughter as she's a mature woman. You're, you're handing her this man's hand and she's about to marry because she's a woman. And, and he's a man. And you're the only, you're the man in terms of everybody else. She might even tell you that, well, it was boys. That's why I'm not marrying them because they were boys and I, I want a man. So this is my man, dad. So you being a man, the only man that she knows the majority of her life, you know, she probably looking at a man that she thought was something like you. If you want to believe that or not, I think it's a little bit of that. I, I you know, I, I you know, it's kind of creepy sometimes, but they say that. But like Bill Cosby, and I've been known to be called Bill Cosby in my household before. This is a teaching moment. That's all I'm saying. I'm not saying that the daughter did anything to provoke him. I don't take my conversation there. Take my conversation as it's one that is trying to get other people to have conversations. In particular, I'm asking men to have conversations with their daughters because I know there's some men out there. And I'm telling you, this is so emotional. I don't know how stable the father-in-law, Ray's father-in-law is right now. Because he, I'm sure he hadn't seen this video before. So what is happening in his mind right now? He, he, he probably losing his mind. I know he got some boys that are saying, man, did you really? Did you? you I mean, I know, but no, you didn't see it. Okay. But what we want to do is I think men can start some kind of conversation, have some kind of conversation with their daughters. Also. You thought I was going to forget about the hell? No, I'm on the internet. I can say hell. Men, time to have conversations with the young boys. Got to sit them down. That's just the bottom line. I wasn't going to let you get away. Yeah, I want you to have a conversation with your daughters, but you really got to sit the young fellas down and have a conversation with them. Ain't no excuse, bro. You got to let them know. Ain't no excuse. I, hey, listen, I, there's a whole lot of things that I'm going to come to your defense for, but I can't stop this man from wanting to take you out right now based upon what you did to his daughter. Because your sister in the room in there, if somebody do that, I'm going, y'all going to have to do something for me. Somebody going to have to hold me down, tie me up because I'm, I'm going looking for him. Somebody, you know, did that to your mom. If I did that to your mom, her daddy would have come looking for me. And my wife from St. Louis, y'all, I just want y'all to know that, that, you know, yes, it's, 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 it's going on out there in St. Louis. So, you know, wh why? Why would you think you don't have to sit down and talk to these young fellas? And young fellas, listen, you know, there's a reason why the old heads are still around because the old head listens to the old heads when they was young boys. So you got to have somebody. You can't just, you know, you don't rule the world. As I used to tell my son, if somebody can make you walk around in pink panties and pink socks if you don't want to listen to your dad and your mom. You're going to listen to somebody, and you, you don't rule the world. You just don't. It ain't your laws, your rules, all that. No, it's not. No, it don't work like that. 
That's supposed to be your queen other than your mama mm, and your sister. Your queen. You don't treat her like that. You don't put your hand on her like that. You don't know how to touch a woman. You don't know when you touch a woman what she should feel from your touch. It ain't supposed to be pain at all. Pleasure. No pain. You do enough things. See, man, we do enough things in life that hurt women that we don't have to put our hands on them. Which This is a conversation I'm having with the fellas now. We do enough. It's hard enough on a woman. You know how it is. Come on, this is, this is real as sports. We're going to keep it real. We're going to tell the truth. We do enough things to hurt enough women in our lives that love us that we don't have to put our hands on them to bring pain to them. And, and there's no excuse for it. I, I, I'm not going to say there's any excuse for it. Because you know why? Because I am a trained, I am a hired hitter. I was trained. I was hired to hit. I know when I'm supposed to hit and when I'm not. Because you know what? There are consequences. For me, it's only a 15-yard flag. That's all it ever was. If it was unsportsmanlike conduct because of the way I was 15, there was consequences. I knew what they were. And because of that, I had so much control because I didn't want to get a 15-yard penalty. In the most aggressive state I've ever been in my life on a football field? Yes, I can do it off the field. That's all I'm saying, guys. You're trained in such a way. You're programmed. I mean, other than the military and police, man, maybe some martial arts fighters. But listen, you are trained. You're trained to hit people a certain place. And you, tra- you ain't trained to, 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 to touch them. This is, you know, football, we used to talk about this now, that, that, a collision sport. We don't want no contact. Contact is what you have in business. You're, you're, a, trained, you're a trained assassin. You're a trained hitter. You're a trained, I don't want to say killer, but, you know, on the football, relevant to what you're doing. Yeah, kill him. Mess him up. Rough them up. But you're trained because you can only do it when the whistle blows. And when the whistle blows again, you stop. But when the snap count goes, you do it. When it's, you know, 30 seconds in, 15 seconds into the play, it's over with, you stop. The whistle blows, you stop. You have that much control that when the whistle blows, you stop. You just have to exert that control into your relationship. And stop when you when somebody pushes you to a level where you can't take it no more and you even said to get away from it. You're saying whatever. Boom. Stop. Go. Turn. Leave. Run. I'm talking to the fellas. No excuses. I'm not condoning none. You can't give me one. There's nothing. There's a couple things in life where there could be an excuse. There's nothing. And I'm going to get Listen, I'm going to give you an example. I, I'm going to tell you what I, I'm my hat off to Jay-Z. I'm sure just as everybody saw the Ray Rice video, you saw the video of Jay-Z in that elevator when Beyonce's sister was hitting him, kicking him, trying to slap him, doing everything to that man. And he showed the restraint, the kind of restraint. That wasn't his his wife. 
He showed the kind of restraint because he knew that, first of all, that was his wife's sister because I don't think any other woman he would have put that put up with that. But, you know, at least Jay-Z, if, if Jay-Z, no, I, I wouldn't have gave it to him then. I would have said, no, man, you could have restrained. But at least he showed an example of control of your emotions. He, he, he didn't retaliate. He didn't hit back. And so all I'm saying is to the men, men, no, just flat out no, but no. But how about no? But she didn't know. You mean nothing? No. Nothing that you can say to me will allow me to justify you putting her hand, your hands on her. Now, in an era of snapped, and we got to go there, snapped, you just learn how to run. Okay, if she got a gun, just run. I don't even want to go through a trial where you, she picked up a gun, you picked up a gun. But are we there? I don't know. I I've never in my life seen a man drop a woman like Ray dropped her. Never. But the most disturbing piece of all of it, and I have to say this because this is going to be the last segment I'm going to talk about this. Ray, when it happened, he showed no emotion. You love this woman. You're about to marry this woman. She now, you knocked her out cold. You showed absolutely no remorse in terms of, oh, my God, I can't believe I hit her. Oh, baby, get up. I, honey, what's going on? Baby, can you hear? Are you all right? Nothing. Man, that, 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 that hit me square dead in the chest right there. It's like, hold on, man. Run that back. Check this out. He's waiting for the door to open. He didn't say, get up, baby, you okay, honey? Look over, grab her, hold her. Nothing. That lack of emotion bothered me on Ray's part. Even the part where she was laying, you know, in the middle of the door. And I think he used his foot to move a piece of her body. Now, Ray... You need some help on that, brother. So I, I'm not going to turn against Ray. I'm not going to turn against the Rice family because they are family. I'm going to pray for them. And I'm going to ask all of you to pray for them. But I'm going to ask you to be honest and have a discussion with your daughter. And men, have a discussion with your sons. Because it's all things that men can change. And it ain't just about football. Because that's not where your role model should come from. Your role model should come from within your home. And I believe that every person in this world, you were brought here by a woman. Be sensitive to things that are important to women. And certainly their health and well-being should be number one. No room for any man to ever put his hands on a woman. I think I got to take a break it's going to be my last break. We're going to come back. We're going to talk some football. You listen to Rail of Sports on the Voice America Network. I'm in Phoenix living like it matters. We'll take this break, and I'll be right back. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. 
So Andy Serling packed his bags, left the city, and is enjoying his temporary digs in Saratoga. But that won't stop us from bringing you Playing to Win, the best online handicapping show for serious horse players. Catch Andy and his great lineup of guests every week throughout the month of August on location from the beautiful Saratoga Racecourse. He and his guests are some of the best in the biz. They bring you new insights to making money, and they tell it like it is. I'm 3-5-1 in this race, but the 3 is very much the one to be. We're going to completely disagree on this race. I absolutely despise her, especially at 1-2. to two. And it's anything but the same old horse racing show. This is a 9-horse field, but really there are 7 donkeys and 2 zebras. Playing to Win with Andy Serling, a show seriously committed to making more money at the game, but with a personality. This is a dunce cap horse for me. If this horse wins, next week I got the dunce cap on. YouBet.com's Playing to Win, presented by the Daily Racing Forum. Look for it the day before big race days, mostly Fridays. Find a complete schedule in the Daily Racing Forum or click on Playing to Win at YouBet.com. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. Your internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. You just the rail of sports on the Voice America Network. I'm in Phoenix, living like it matters. And I'll tell you what I told you, as I've been saying all day, what matters to me is Ray Rice, who is very relevant in football, but even more relevant now today, uh, as his uh, face has been splashed across the country and across the world uh, for what happened to him and his wife on that elevator. So I'm going to pray for the family, the Rice fa- he and his wife are a family. And um, what God brings together, those two, let no man take apart. If they want to continue on with their lives as husband and wives, I pray that they live a happy, prosperous life. And I pray that they become an example of a couple that can work things out that, you know, what happened, they're not condoning, but they're letting you know, we opened up Pandora's box so some other people got some stuff going on. So let, let, let's talk about it. And communication is key to solving whatever the problems are. And I hope that the communication between fathers and daughters and fathers and sons will eliminate this from happening again in the future. And athletes should not be your role models. Those people that you live in a home with, your parents, are your role models. There are some role models out there who have stepped up and volunteered to be role models and mentors. That's what they chose to do. You don't just force that on somebody because they have a paycheck coming in and they're on television. That's the worst thing in the world to do. Let somebody accept that and carry that badge and then you can turn to that person. But other than that, If they're running up and down a basketball court or a football field or a baseball field or a hockey ice rink, listen, admire what they do. You paid the price for them to entertain you. That's the role of entertainment they should fulfill, that you get your money's worth. Other than that, get it from someplace else. Okay, now let's talk a little football. There was some football going on. First of all, I want to be humble. I was humbled 
The Ohio State University, we didn't make any excuses. We lost the game. Virginia Tech came into the shoe, and they did their thing. But, you know, I'm just going to leave it at that. We lost, you know, the next man up, next game up. Let's go with it. But let me talk about the big boy game. Last night, listen, now you, you all know, you know, I bleed, you know, I bleed green. And then I, you know, then I also got some, you know, some orange in me. So, you know, the Cleveland Browns, the Philadelphia Eagles, that's just, that's how my, that's my DNA. But I'm going to tell you, I was impressed with some teams that a lot of people did not expect to play as well as they did. And, and I, I want to give the Browns credit. The Browns played hard. Of course, my Philadelphia Eagles, you know how they did. Uh, came back one. But I want to talk about last night, Monday Night Football. Listen, when I arrived in Phoenix, Arizona in 2006, one thing that I did, you know, I guess maybe I'm just made that way. Uh, I, I wanted to look at defense because they said, you know, defense wins championships. You got a good defense, chances are you're going to win the championship. Uh, Seattle Seahawks, okay, yes, they did have a good defense. They did win a championship. Uh, uh, the Arizona Cardinals, I've always admired them because they've always had pieces of the puzzle to their defense. And there were just times where they just looked like they were a couple pieces away. And then a few years ago, you know, they made it to the Super Bowl and then a great defensive play by the Pittsburgh Steelers, you know, probably cost the Arizona Cardinals their Super Bowl championship. Um, but I, I certainly would like to say that last night I was, I was impressed with the Arizona Cardinals, uh, you know, defensively. And, and, and Carson Palmer, I, listen, Carson Palmer has always been a quarterback that had potential. And, you know, with enough weapons around him, I, you know, I think he, you know, because he could throw the ball with accuracy, that I think he could be a really good quarterback, a Pro Bowl quarterback. And I was a little concerned last night because, you know, I, like many of you who were watching that game last night, realized that, hey, Larry Fitzgerald was not even being looked at. And as a matter of fact, Carson Palmer was one that I didn't see Carson Palmer scour the football field. You know, he was looking in a direction. He was throwing that way. So he didn't even look in Larry Fitzgerald's direction until, like, late in the third quarter. You know, when Larry caught the one touch, the, the one pass, you know, snagged it with one hand, you know, on the out and up uh, after coming across in motion. And, but, but, of course, he was out of bounds. And then later he threw one over his shoulder uh, and just an outstanding catch. But, you know, what I was really impressed with last night was Larry Fitzgerald. Here's a young man that has caught football passes, caught, you know, he, this man has caught passes probably as long as he's been on the earth. Every game he, he catching a pass. It was deep into the court and he wasn't even, I mean, this man runs his routes all the time as if the pass is coming to him. I don't think the game plan last night was, Larry, we're not going to throw you the pass. You know, and I think something else in, in terms of educating those of you out there as it, as it relates to you know, the way things work in football is that, hey, a pass could be coming your way. So you need to be aware of the fact that I may not be looking at you, but run your route because I'm going to throw the pass to you. You're not nobody is supposed to run a pass route in a play unexpected to get the pass thrown to them because you just never know, you know. You know, you, you know, you you go through your progressions, and if one thing's not open, you go there, and then if that's not open, then you go there. If that's not open, then you go there. You know, but you know, so you're going one, two, three. If the fourth one's certainly on the run, 
<laughs> you know, they, when you get to, by the time you get to that third or fourth progression, one and two is normally, that's kind of automatic. If you get time to get that third and fourth one in, you're probably, you know, running for your life, scrambling certainly, or you got some outstanding pass protection. Uh, and last night, you know, the, the Cardinals, the Chargers a couple times got in on them. It wasn't like the pass coverage was, you know, great all the time, but it was decent. Uh, but Larry wasn't targeted very much, and, and just the way he handled that. I don't think Dez Bryant could handle that like that. I, I just don't think Dez, his makeup is a little bit different. Uh, Megatron, you know, I've seen him keep his composure too, but they always find a way to get the ball to him. Uh, but I, I, I certainly want to say, uh, speaking of Megatron, uh, I, I'm Eli Manning, I'm not sure. I'm, I'm an Eli fan. But I think Eli is not getting the ball out of his hands. Your brother is Peyton Manning. Your brother gets the ball out of his hands faster than the center can get it back to him. You've got to learn to do that, Eli. You, 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 you've got to let the, the receivers know, and you've got to let the, the coaches know that, listen, what we need to do is we need to get this ball out of the quarterback's hand a little bit faster. So, guys, when you come out of your breaks, expect that ball, get that head on the swivel because that ball is coming out of my hands. I can't continue to get beat up like I'm getting beat up here. And it's, it's just, it's not going to happen. I'm, I'm going to get this ball out of my hands. So, you know, very happy about the way the Arizona Cardinals looked last night. That just makes this division, this NFC West, man, it looks more tough. Uh, it's, it's tougher than it was before because the Cardinals are playing good football. Uh, I'm, I'm worried about the NFC East. Cowboys get beat, you know, the Eagles, I'm happy for the Eagles, you know. And speaking of the Cowboys getting beat, now, I, you know, that's two quarterbacks. At least Eli's already won two Super Bowls. He's earned his money. But you got Tony Romo now. Tony, man, I, I, I can't take anything, just like RG3. Okay, if you're hurt, then you're hurt, then don't play. Because when you play, we can't make the excuse that you're hurt. Let somebody else, you can't tell me that you're better hurt than the guy behind you who's 100%. That's the, if that's the case, then there's something wrong with your scouting department because your personnel people should have the person that comes in for the, that replaces the starter should be almost as good as the starter, which means if you only can give me 50%, I'm better with him at 100% than you at 50 or 75%. And, and that's the way I think things should be. So, uh, we, but we had some good football. We, we had some good football. You know, congratulations to Buffalo Bills upsetting the Chicago Bears. I don't think anybody saw that one. But that was a damn good game. The Jets pulled one out. The Raiders had a chance, but they had a rookie quarterback. They had a chance. Uh, and, of course, uh, my, like I said, my Browns, they did well. You know, Pittsburgh pulled it out. Minnesota, I'm happy for Adrian Peterson. They didn't have the greatest game, but they won. And Adrian didn't have the greatest game. That, so that just tells you something. And, and of course, uh, ATL was able to beat the Saints. And nobody thought that would happen. Hey, listen, uh, you do like me. Please pray for Ray and his wife and their family. National Football League, we're going to be okay. Roger, you, you got some things there. You, you, you're messed up a little bit there. We got to get that right. And those New Jersey police, I let you off. I didn't say anything about you, but you know. We always want you to give us a break. I don't know if that break was deserved. You're listening to Rail of Sports on Voice America Network. I'm in Phoenix living like it matters. I'll see you next time, which will be the best time. I'm out. 
Thank you for spending this hour with Ray Ellis Sports. We hope that you've enjoyed today's conversation. For more information and to write Ray, visit RayEllisSports.com. That's RayEllisSports.com. Be sure to join us again next Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time, 4 p.m. Eastern, right here on the Voice America Sports Channel.